Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's Anne-Marie and I'm going to talk about positive and negative relationships in your life. I'll also talk about the effects and how to get you through life. So positive and negative relationships in your life are important things. You grow up with people and that's how you learn. You watch people's actions and how they complete things, and then you will most likely to do that later. When you have a positive relationship in your life, you are usually happy and enjoy life. But when you have a negative relationship in your life, it is hard. You get distracted and might not make the best decisions. Your emotions could take over, or you could care about that person too much to see the problem. Relationships have a big impact on you and can change the way you see yourself. When you have a good relationship with a friend, that means you can trust them and are loyal to them. You care about that person and will ask for advice when you need it. When you have some friends or people in your life that are not the best for you, or try to persuade you to do things that is bad, they're trying to get you to do bad things or illegal things, your friends also might distract you in life and it takes the good things you're trying to do off your mind. So I read an article by Jackie Swift, and one thing she had to say is, Our relationships are a source of joy and comfort, but they also bring us a lot of pain. Whether it's intentional or not, relationships can cause us disappointment. We can be upset and hurt. I'm interested in how these experiences get stored in our memory and how we can handle this emotional complexity. So what she is saying is that when we have relationships, we usually remember everything that happens that is major. So when something bad happens to us, remember how it happened later in life and how we felt. We might get scared and don't want to do something later again in life that relates to it. I read another article about your health and this is what Deborah and Jennifer had to say. Social relationships, both quantity and quality, affect mental health, health behavior, physical health, and morality risk. Sociologists have played a central role in establishing the link between social relationships and health outcomes. Identifying explanations for this link and discovering social variation, examples are gender and race at the population level. Studies show that social relationships have short and long-term effects on health, for better and for worse, and that these effects merge in childhood and cascade throughout life to foster cumulative advantages or disadvantages in health. Having a good relationship with your parents and family is also really important in your life. When you have a good relationship with your parents, it makes you feel loved and secure. You can also solve problems easier when y'all are close and have respect for each other. Your family has one of the biggest influences on you. Your parents teach you responsibility and manners, and when you and them have a negative or bad relationship, you might take it out on others. I recently got really close to my mom, and now I tell her everything. It has made me happier in life and made her happier. I love talking to her, and she gives me advice when I need it. I want to keep getting closer with her and forming a better relationship with her. I think if anyone is having a hard situation with their parents, they should sit down and talk to them or someone who will help and listen. Children first learn about relationships from their own families. Families give them a model from which they start to discover how to build relationships throughout their lives. Children who have a model of healthy relationships from their families are better able to create these relationships outside their families with other children and adults in their lives. 
When children learn the skills of building positive relationships, they can practice these skills over and over again as they meet new people. For example, when people say thank you to children when they help out, then children are more likely to say thank you when their peers or other adults do something for them. I found this article online and is from Relationships Australia. Although COVID is hard, is it a time to get closer with your family? When you get home, you're stuck in your room, usually on your phone. Instead, you could go talk to your family and ask them how their day was. Some of your family members have probably been alive longer than you, so they could help you and give you advice. One big thing in life is suicide. One out of 15 high school students report attempting suicide every year. Relationships and how you are treated are one of the reasons kids take their own lives. You might have been in a negative relationship and treated badly and wanted to end your life because of it. When that happens, you need to tell someone and get help. When you are just so hurt and in so much pain, you feel like you want to take your own life. That is never a good thing and you need to get help. Another thing is our generation. Generations from back then, you couldn't leave your family or leave toxic people, but we can now. If there are toxic people in your life, you can move away or find a way to leave them. When you live with a toxic person, it changes your life and the way you do things. You think about the outcome and what that person may do to you. Now, you can buy a plane ticket or get in your car and drive away, but back then it was way harder to do that. However, some negative relationships are good. They could push you to do things and make you work harder. Or when someone tells you something and that makes you realize the problem and helps you change. An example is going to the gym. Your trainer might push you to do things or yell at you while you're working out and that could help you. Another thing is how you react to relationships. People react in many different ways. Some people might get mad and others might cope from it and change. Some ways people react are learning from your mistakes, paying attention to what is happening and changing that, make connections to the past, and take control of the situation. Others could act emotional or get really mad. They could lay in bed and cry all day or break things. I interviewed my friend from school, and her name was Coco. Here are the questions I asked her. How do positive relationships affect you? Positive relationships usually improve my life. They make me feel upbeat and secure. How do negative relationships affect you? Negative relationships usually make me upset and sad. They tend to worsen my mood and confidence. And how do you react to negative relationships? It depends. If I can use them to push me forward, I will. But if I can't, they tend to make me upset or moody.
Thank you, Coco, for being in my podcast. You're welcome. I also interviewed my friend Caroline and asked her the same questions as Coco, and here's her answer for number one. Positive relations can affect me by making me happier and making my attitude more positive and overall exciting. Okay, for number two, here's what she said. Negative relationships can affect me by making me unhappy and sad. They can affect my mood so that I won't be happy around people, and my bad attitude can rub off on other people. And for the last question is number three. I react to negative relationships by being mean and unkind to basically everyone, and that can make people feel horrible about me, and it causes me to be even more angry about situations. Okay, thank you for being on my podcast. All my music was provided by Anchor.fm and Spotify, and here are the websites and articles I used for my research. The first one was the influence of relationships. The second one was social relationships and health. The third one was why are healthy family relationships important. The fourth one was youth.gov about um, increased risk groups. And then my last one was how to stop overreacting to your partner from physiology today.